Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yeah! Okay, so, I got a lot of questions. Um, I, I've never used a dating app. So, I, I like listening to this story that Emily had to live and Chris was retelling I'm on for nine us. of them right now. <laughs> Take me like is is that a, is that like a terrifying thing that somebody from the real world recognizes you and calls you out on a dating app? Is that is that doesn't sound so bad to me? What am I missing? It's it's not good. I mean, it's different what? for us though. It's it's probably different for Emily because most sports radio listeners are male. So okay. you know, like I'm on dating apps and or I have not anymore, but I was. And you know, women don't really know me from the radio because. They don't they, listen not, to the they're radio. They're not super into Chris Taylor updates. <laughs> no, exactly. So it's a little bit different. Whereas to, with Emily, I could see that being more of a thing, being in Los Angeles and having having men being like, oh, hey, you're from sure. Travis and Sliwa. Hey, Bergman, I told you they should have taken Urias out in the eighth oh, missing that game. Oh, that's what are you what, doing? I get plenty of that already. I don't need any more of that. <laughs> I just like thinking it's coming from some beautiful woman who's trying to connect with you online. <laughs> yeah, a beautiful woman trying to say, hey, God, I really love listening to you on Mason and Ireland. I don't know. <laughs> I think at that point I would be like, all right, this isn't going to work. Have you done dating apps, Lee? <laughs> never did. Really? Never? Done a, yeah, never did a dating app. Oh, you're app. so much better than we are. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, was, have you ever used uh, uh, dating apps? That's why I said apps? it that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Last Oh, was that the in and out hookup? Or no, that, no, no, no. That's somebody I met. Okay. One of my first friends I met in California. Okay, so ago. take take me through it, Taylor. Like, why do you do you understand what he's going for? Do you understand that he's trying to the embarrassment like part? Point, yeah. What what am I missing? I got nothing to hide. If somebody finds my profile, I'm not. I wouldn't be embarrassed by that. Greg, did you have success on the dating apps? Uh, I mean, sometimes yes, sometimes no. But it's it, they're awful. Dating apps are terrible. I hate Why? them so right, much. Let, let me just throw this: Let's swipe left, swipe right, to have the same conversation over and over again. Slee, it's just a was was it a, a Cody Bellinger batting average from last year? Was it Bellinger's MVP season? Like, just how how'd you do in the game? So, oh, it was uh, probably closer to. She's not Bellinger. MVP year, that's for absolute sure. <laughs> um, I, you know, probably about a 250 hitter, you know. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah, you know, not bad. We, 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 we hitting power in these. You're yeah, be you know, the there, was, there was some power. You're going to be in the league for a long time. I like, you know, it was kind of like an Adam Dunnish type thing where either you're uh, hitting for power or you're striking out completely. Yeah, yeah very feast or famine, yeah. Definitely. So my my I, this by the way this is a record. I don't take me I, more as uh you know let's slap a single here and there. But okay, if you want to go going all in. <laughs> oh, there's all right. oh there's singles. Those are easy. It's the it's the doubles and triples that make it harder. Taylor, Taylor will like this. So my brother, who is pr- pretty quiet guy, uh, he is now happily married. But when he was a single man, he used the dating apps you know pretty frequently, and. He, like I said, my, my brother is really quiet. He doesn't really say a whole lot. He's a, he's a very quiet man. And he told me, he goes, oh, you, you wouldn't believe this. It's just, it's the, it's the easiest thing in the world. I'm like, for, even for you, like, because he's, he's really, really quiet. So I'm kind of curious that you guys are having the, uh, the experiences that you are. They're just not. F- I don't know. After a little while, I mean, it, it gets to be kind of an addiction almost. Where you're, like, you're sitting at home, you know, you're watching a game or you're watching a show, and you're just sitting there with your phone in your hand. Swipe right, swipe right, <laughs> swipe left, swipe left, swipe right, 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 okay, right, 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 right. Just to put, see if you get the law of averages. I'm going to put you on the spot. 
Okay. Are you even reading what they say, or are you just looking at the pictures? I mean, it depends on the person. <laughs> like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you see the girl. It's, see, this is also the other problem. It's a lot of or, times, or you me, saw the picture, and now all of a sudden you're saying, "Okay, let me let me let me check out the rest of the details." So it's if you, not happening opposite, sure. If you match. I'll go back and look at your profile so I have something funny to say or something like uh, look into the picture and be like, huh, all right, so what can I find that's weird in your picture that I can talk to you about that's, like, different from what every other person would say? You have pretty eyes, you know? Like, can't <laughs> can't do that every single time. I, I very glad I've I could see you copying and pasting. I could see you copying I'm lazy, Slee. <laughs> and using the same line every single time. Even if the girl had sunglasses on, he's saying, you have pretty eyes. Just, <laughs> just do what Russell Wilson does and Google it. Just, just go, how do I talk to a girl online and then just cut and paste it and put it back into the message? It totally works. But it is becomes it does become a law of averages thing when you get bored at one point. You're just like, I'm just going to swipe right for the next 50 people and see how many of them actually match with you. And, <laughs> then, cho- the and then choose. Like, and once they actually, like, okay, you know what? I don't really like that one. I'm just going to get rid of it. Or you're like, oh, hey, this one's good. Okay, I want to I get into the psychology of all of this. Because what did Russell Wilson do? Russell Wilson... Wrote something on like Instagram like or Twitter okay. or something. He well, hold on, hold on. The, the, you like Russell Wilson is the be, the best bet in the world. I, I know, I know that you do. No, but I'm he just wrote, saying I, it looks like he's doing okay. He, he wrote something to his. Uh, it's Sierra, right? Or Ciara? Her. Ciara, yeah. Very pretty. He wrote something to her on like uh, Instagram or Twitter or something, right? Like it was like a Valentine's Day or your birthday or something about you're beautiful. You're this that. It was this very flowery sentence about how beautiful she was. Did the problem was, if you Google how to talk to a beautiful woman, that exact sentence pops up. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So, and it, is that not the most Russell Wilson thing in the world? Right? That, that it's just like that he's like, okay, let's be safe. Let's, do, let's Google this out. Let's make sure that all the verb conjugation lines up and all the pretty flowery words about how beautiful and special you are to me. Just, uh, it, was, it was an interesting winning. move. I'm just going to say Russ is winning. Al. He's winning. If you have to Google one. how to tell your girlfriend she's yep. pretty, you're you, not winning. You're right. He is winning. <laughs> she's a beautiful woman. I don't think we're talking about the same thing. Well, if I'm talking about that. If you can't tell your girlfriend how pretty yep. she is mm-hmm. without Googling it, that's kind of weird. No, You should ask Siri. <laughs> you should ask Siri maybe, what he's, maybe when that's he's how with he her. Did it. Maybe that's how he did it. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. One last thought on this, Berg. When you just start swiping, right is good? Is that Yeah, good? yeah, right is good, left okay. is bad. So you do a bunch of rights in a row just yeah, to yeah. play the law. At that point, you're kind of you're kind of doing like a self-test, right? Like how yeah, many, of, how many exactly am I going to get yes coming back <laughs> as opposed to I'm going to pick and see who I match. Like I'm just going to put every line into the water and see what comes back. See, there's two ways you look at it because one, either you're going to get a whole bunch back and you feel great about yourself <laughs> exactly. or you get none back Damn. and you're like, God. <laughs> I'm the worst. What's the matter? This is awful, you? which has absolutely happened on Bumble before. So it's 100% <laughs> he is swinging. There is no – he is swinging at every pitch that comes. <laughs> I'm even Bellinger the, last year. Even yeah. the pitcher is like, bro, I'm going to throw this so far out of the zone, and he's still going to swing. Berg is like, that looks good too. Yeah, there's no Max Muncy's on the dating app. I'm not going to watch a bunch of strikes go by and see what's happening. I'm going to I'm going to work for the perfect bit. But see, here's the thing with these dating apps too. Now is that a lot of the women are are they're on there just so you go look at their Instagram. So then you start following them on the, on the Instagram. It's not they don't actually want to talk to you, or they are actually not even on the app anymore. It seems like oh, that's they good. just they just have it and they just they link their Instagram just so you go look at it. Yeah. It's I don't know. It's kind of garbage. Taylor, follows. you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Oh, I never use this app. Hit me up on Instagram. Yeah. Uh You just want the follow on Instagram is what you want. Yeah.
Just very, very glad. Which they get a lot of. That I don't have to do that. Let's just say. You're a lucky man, Travis. I would be. So is Lady Slee. I would be like a 106 hitter. I, and the only thing that would happen is I would be like the I'd be Max Scherzer basically. Oh, I, I just got a match. Couldn't get, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Let's Dave. go. Let's, let's see how it shakes out. All right, LeBron leading the league in scoring. That's coming up next. Slee, would that have been good news about nine months ago? It's Travis Slee, seven ten, ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Going to turn my uh, Chevy Silverado into a taco truck tomorrow. I'm bringing you, I sent you guys the pictures of how much food I have left from last night. You guys should not eat dinner tonight and show up hungry tomorrow morning. I got you covered. All right, when the show ends, what are you – I don't think you're going to be somebody who learned from their mistake last night and say, hey, I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to really just kind of calm down here. You know what? Maybe I just don't go any tortillas. I'll just do the protein, and I'll do some salsa, maybe do a little bit of avocado, some guacamole. I don't have a feeling that that's going to be the case. What happens at 1 o'clock in the Rogers household? So those pictures I sent you, Slee, you see those those foil-covered pans that yep. are in the bottom? Those are Good One size of those is too. filled with uh, pinto beans. The other one okay. is filled with Mexican rice. Mm-hmm. So what do you think I'm going to do? Do you think I'm going to skip the carb portions of this? Or do you think I'm just going to start pouring meat into the beans and the rice and make like a, a soup? <laughs> do, you still, do you still do your Stew. 2 o'clock, two Stew, o'clock jog? Funny. Yeah, I'll eat it while I'm jogging. I'll, I'll, I'm going to have like a carb load. You know, <laughs> you know when you uh, have like the sandwich board, the guy that stands out in front of like the car dealership or whatever? I'm just going to put a little tray on it and go running with that and uh, <laughs> just eat some tacos as I'm, as I'm running down the road. Okay, so. LeBron is now the betting favorite in Vegas to lead the league in scoring, and, and it's close. It's him, it's it's Giannis, and it's uh, Joel Embiid. Embiid, who we'll see tonight. Yep. But LeBron's ahead, and he's the betting favorite. And it's extraordinary a guy in his 19th season can do what he does and average 30 points a game. Like you mentioned yesterday, was it? the next closest guy was four years younger than, yeah. than where LeBron is right Steph now. Steph and uh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Just bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um if I would have told you at the beginning of the season, hey, Slee, LeBron's going to lead the league in scoring this season, what do you make of that? So it's funny because I think initially you would say to yourself, wow, that's awesome. Look at Bron. He's having a really good year. Bron's going to put up 30 points in his 19th in his 19th season. But the reality is it doesn't sound like um, uh, a good solution to the Lakers of what they're trying to accomplish and build. If you'd have told me Anthony Davis was leading the NBA in scoring – I think every Laker fan would say, oh, my gosh, this is exactly what we are looking for. Now we're going back to the days when they were in the Orlando bubble. Maybe this is the Anthony Davis in the Pelicans days where he can carry that franchise and really put as much as he can on his shoulders. It's not a good thing that Bron's leading the Lakers in scoring. That means nobody the else league. is doing anything <laughs> or leading league. the league in scoring. Yeah. That means, you know, it means that your team – 
is – and by the way, I'm not saying that Braun is going out there chasing 30 points a game. When you're playing with Wenyan Gabriel and Stanley Johnson and DJ Augustine and Malik Monk and THT and Carmelo Anthony, when you're playing with the crew that you have – What's the better option, having one of these guys score or go have LeBron try to go off in any of these games? If in the beginning of the season you mentioned Braun would lead the league in scoring, I would say something something went wrong. I think you would – and honestly, I think if I would have said that to you and said this is absolutely what's going to happen, I think you would have – I think most Laker fans would have said, okay, two, two very bad things have happened. Russell Westbrook has not worked out. And a, it's what happened to Anthony Davis? Where is he? Because LeBron can't average thirty points if Anthony Davis is around. They're just he, Anthony Davis has to have the ball, right? Anthony Davis is going to get in, on a bad night for Anthony Davis. He's going to get twenty four points, right? On a, on a good night, he's going to get thirty five or thirty eight. He's going to get those numbers. LeBron can't get thirty, and AD can't get twenty five, and Russell can't do what he's supposed to do at you know under perfect circumstances. This this was nothing but bad news. Something terrible had to have happened, and both terrible things happened. Russ has not worked out, and AD's missed way too much time because they're just. LeBron said it a couple of weeks ago. They don't think of me as a scorer. No, because you're so good at the other things that he has to do this. Right, it's a compliment. It, it, it is a compliment, but now that you're leading the league in scoring, it means that you don't have to worry about setting other guys up. You just got to attack the basket all night. It's not that, you know, I don't want to make it sound like, okay, hey, it's not impressive what he's doing. It's impressive. Super impressive. It's just, it, it's not, in order to have a winning recipe this season, I don't think anybody was thinking, well, let's have Braun play as many minutes as he's had in I don't know how many years and be top five in minutes played. Let's have Braun have to score X amount of points per game. I think it's a perfect example. Go look what the record is. The record is 10 games below 500, and that does reflect how they've had to use Braun all season, how everything's been on his shoulders and his back. back. It's not like Russ took anything off Braun's shoulders, and certainly Anthony Davis hasn't taken anything off of of LeBron's shoulders. It's really more weight has gone on Braun than you could say at any point in his window with the Lakers. So if it happens tonight, and I understand that I'm being – little optimistic if they beat philly mm-hmm. do you start to get the feels <laughs> do you start to kind of because think about what we're talking about those two wins on their road trip that were unexpected right against teams that are you know better than average maybe not great but they're better than average you beat a really good team in philly do you start to get the feels of uh what's going on here maybe maybe they found a little something or is it just a you play 82 games, you're bound to have a good streak at some point, even if the team's not very good. I, I think because, I think it's because it's the Lakers and how bad the season has gone and how a lot of these games, you remember a week ago today was when they played in Minnesota. Okay. And the Timberwolves were clowning the Lakers, clowning them. That's how, that's how a lot of the season has gone, right? Like, there have been blowouts after blow. The Pelicans beat them by this amount. Spurs beat them. Rockets uh, beat them in overtime. They had the worst record in the Western Conference. I think naturally, yes, if you beat the Philadelphia 76ers, you've won three games out of four, um, and and how does Russ play in that game? Is Russ playing the way he's played in his last three games? Does it matter? Let, let's say he plays poorly, but they win anyway. If he plays poorly and they win anyways, that's okay as long as you, you, know, as long as you win. I, I right. don't think – but what I'm saying is that I think because the season has gone so bad, any stretch you have – that shows a little bit of success. 
don't you all of a sudden, you know, I'm not saying you're going to go they, out there and say Lakers are taking the Suns no, six. No, not that, but it does it, it, it does give you that, hey, this is – because we've been saying this all season long, Al. Just give me something to kind of feel good about. Give me sure. give me the graph going up a couple of days in a Some row. Some kind of hope. God, God forbid you put together three or four games in a row where it looks like you know what you're doing. This would be the first time they've done it all season. Now, look, probably not going to happen. Who knows? But, Berg, I don't know about you. I just It does feel that this could be the first time all season long where you're like, you know what? I got a little bit of the feels on this because they beat a good team, and that's three in a row against teams that are somewhere between decent and pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I But you also got to remember that they lost to Washington on Saturday. So, you know, that was a bad loss to a bad team. Although Christoph Porzingis is obviously gigantic and bigger than everybody else. But yeah, still. We'll just it, have Austin Reeves guard him. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. It's, it was great strategy. But either way, I mean, yes, you win this game. All of a sudden, things do start feeling a little bit better. Maybe you're like, oh, maybe if Anthony Davis does come around, this is something that can make a little bit of a little run. Right. But it's nice to just see them playing good basketball. That's what's been the worst part of this whole season, right? That it's just been tough. Tough to the watch. Product's been bad. Yeah, it's and it's well, not only bad, boring. Yes, it's it's not super fun to watch. Like sometimes the team can be bad, but kind of exciting. They you know they 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 play super hard and super fast, and they're going a million miles an hour. Charlotte, that's that's not what this. Charlotte is a good example. Yeah, you're right. Um, but look, I I I got a lot of problems. Okay, I got a lot of things that that make me feel bad about me. I don't need to add this to it because what you just said. Berg, and, and Slee, you and I have talked about this a lot. The Anthony Davis is lurking out there thing. I am such a sucker for this. I, I, I just, I am such a sucker for, hey, listen, if they could kind of get it and he can kind of come back and he can kind of find that guy that he was, I'll, I'll buy that in a half a second, Slee. But I I think that you're, you're not making a case because look AD's been disappointing this year. Let's not let's sure. not sugarcoat it. He's been disappointing this year and he hasn't but been But he's available. also been great during his career. But that's what that's what I'm saying is that you saying that about Anthony Davis is different than if it was a role player. Hey Kendrick Nunn, just let Nunn come back and watch out. Like it's AD. Let's not the, the Laker you can make an argument that AD is the best two-way player in the NBA. Okay, maybe not today, but at one point you're making that case. So I, I don't I don't think it's a stretch for you to get a little I don't think you're falling into a trap. I think you're just looking at what A D has been in the past. You're looking at the Lakers winning a championship a year and a half ago. Um but I, I'm not even gonna hold into any of that. They got four games left in the month of March. You got the Sixers tonight, at the Pelicans on Sunday, and then I think it's Utah and Denver or something like that. Or Dallas and Utah, something like that. You'll find out if the Lakers are actually on a – they found something or, no, it's the same Laker team. I think you're going to find that out by the time the month is over. Give me the feels tonight, fellas. <laughs> Give me the feels, win that game, and I can start to delude myself into it all over. It only takes a little bit, Slee. I'm easily swayed. It's going to be the rompum power. The rompum is going <laughs> to fuel right, them look. to victory. If they win, do you put it back on, Bird? Do you go I've, to the next see, game? I've gotten that question, actually. Yeah. And – Harden Maybe? might look into the crowd and be like, what the hell is I going on I think I've seen here? Harden wear one. I know Russ has <laughs> yeah. worn one. Yeah. I mean, LeBron wore the shorts to the finals, remember? So, I mean, yeah, it's close. Right. You put it back on? They win. Will you put it back on? <sighs> See, like, I'm that good type team. of guy Philly, to it's, normally it's low risk. do those types of things. If they were, like, two games below 500, yes. If it was the Dodgers, you'd do it. In a heartbeat, <laughs> it wouldn't take a second to even think about it. So yeah, no, no, I'm not doing this. No, 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 Remember the mustache during the playoffs? 
Travis oh, speaking Allman of, for the I need to start yeah. cutting that thing in for the uh, Mandy Awards again. I, oh, I need to have yes. that with my tuxedo. That's mm. uh, my uniform, a tuxedo and a handlebar mustache. What does it take to be a regular guy? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So much for that, Slee, right? Jeez. That, that went from, uh, you know, getting the feels maybe after a win to, um, Bergman, you say you just saw it with uh, Shams. Has it up on his Twitter account? Yeah, no Laker, LeBron tonight? Lakers say LeBron James is out tonight yeah, versus the 76ers. Official media relations there. Breaking news on 710 is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. And that's just the way that the season is gone, isn't it, Alvin? Just that little glimmer of light that you're like, hey, you know, they beat Philly. That's three in a row or three of the last four against a pretty good team. And then, boom, LeBron's not going to play that. That sucks. Well, something to this, too. You know, I, I think the when you get a day off in between, that's what worries me about this. Because remember when he missed, they, they won a game back in, I think, January in Brooklyn. And if you remember, Trav, they win in Brooklyn. The next day, they announced that he had the knee soreness, and he missed right. five or six games. It was something along those lines. Where you expect LeBron to miss a game is those back-to-backs. When you get a day off, the way they actually, you know, obviously won in Cleveland, and look, he's been he's been putting up stupid minutes. So it's not like he played forty-five minutes against the Raptors. They went into overtime in that game, right? Played forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. The last one, thirty-five, thirty-six minutes, whatever it was. That part is, um, yeah, that part's concerning. It's concerning because now you don't know if, okay, will, will Bron just be out for this game, or is he going to miss a few games like he did uh, earlier in the season? Well, that's it. I mean, as you go through it and you say, okay, he missed five games here, he missed this game here, that the, the knee's bothering him, that he plays as often as he does is the I surprise. Know. It's I not know. that he misses a game occasionally. This is a dude in his 19th, 19th season in an era of the NBA where taking nights off is completely normal. Right, this is not the '80s where if you didn't play 80 games, you were looked at as some sort of softy. This is this is an era where if you play, you know, 65, 70 games, that's a that's a full season. That's kind of the way that the game is played right now. Guys take nights off all the time. LeBron is kind of the exception of the rule. He really doesn't take nights off, and we're still like, ah, oh, it's a bu-. that he's out there as often as he is is the surprise. Not that he misses a game occasionally. Okay, how about the. Remember, he played in Toronto, and then they had back-to-back. They're going to go against Washington, and you had the, I'm going to pass Carl Malone in the next game I play. Everybody thought, okay, well, he's not going to play against the Wizards. He's going to go do it in Cleveland. He ended up playing that game against the Wizards and then playing against it, you know, again against the Cavs. He's playing three games in four nights. I think Lakers played five games in seven days. Uh, you're right. Maybe the bigger story is not has nothing to do with him not playing tonight. It's how many games he's already played this year. 
ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. So no LeBron James. So Greg, do you do you do you shelf the romp him and wait for him to come back to try to get a, li- a little rally going or something, or is it just it's happening no matter what? See, you don't you underestimate the power of the romp him, Travis. <laughs> Perhaps it doesn't matter if LeBron is there, if AD is there. I, you know what? It doesn't matter if if Russ is there. This romp him will lead the team to victory because that's what it's here for. Because it's going it, to Joel Embiid is going to see Vogel's me. Vogel's grabbing this and he's playing it in the locker room before. Well, the Got to get a picture of the shark barfing rainbows. Exactly. Because without seeing the visual, it doesn't have quite the same impact. Joel Embiid is going to see me walking around the concourse and be like, that's it. I, I'm out. I, I can't even play. I'm, I've lost all semblance of being able to play this game anymore. I, what size is your romp him? It's a XL. Okay. Because the yeah. L would have been way too tight and revealing, which we do not that's, want this. Have you tried it on? XL. That I did XL. Yesterday. This is XL, yeah. So... How tall are you, Greg? I'm about 5'10", five, 5'11", okay. five, on a really, really great day. <laughs> with good shoes, you're 5'11"? Yeah, five, like, well, you know, that pumped me up a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> if lifts. you are a 5'11", and you're not overweight. Uh, so no, I'm about it, 199 this morning. Okay, so you're, you're 5'11", 200 pounds. Well, I'm, I'm going to round you off. Oh, thank you. That's, that's nice of you. That's perfect. That that's an XL, I mean, what are we talking about here? If, yep. if, if romp him was going to be like Taylor. For, is, for, Taylor so you're saying five. for Greg, it's an XL. You yeah. would probably order a large. Mine, mine would be a dirty movie. It's got, it's got three, <laughs> it's got, it's got three X's in it. Right. At least it, it's, you're no not way. that big Travis. Like, I know you like to say that you're not Greg, that big of a dude. It's so no, he's, he's go ahead. How I'm do I curious what's here. coming next. Yeah. Well, how do I put this here? Trav's not, he's a big dude. Like just every tall. Yeah. He's, he's tall. Taylor's he's, taller than he's me. He's North American. He's North American. <laughs> he's got a North American cut. So I'm not going to do this. So we're not, this is not me setting it up so you guys can guess. You would be shocked if I told you how much I weigh. You would be shocked by the number. Well, you're also tall. How tall are you? I am 6'3 and change. 6'3 and a half. Okay, you're that's 188. A, <laughs> you'd be shocked exactly. the other way. I mean, like, we're not going to guess, but I I don't think it's that high, I bet. It's it's way higher than you. It's one of those things that I usually feel pretty good about myself, <laughs> and then you'll go to the doctor. I think and I know the weight. I think I know the weight. You probably do. You know, so you go get that physical, right? Once a year, you go yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, you have to stand on that thing that you makes stand, it look fat. Yeah. And it's But it's that damn digital scale or the one with the sliding thing where you can't really. I never weigh myself until I go to the doctor, and then it's like, Whoa, you need to check yourself. This is getting Scary, way right? out of hand. Well, plus where they're like, hey, go ahead and just step on it. Like, you want me to take my shoes off? Like, no, it's fine. Okay, um, can I? Like, I'm... I had breakfast earlier, and I just drank a full bottle of water. Do you want to? Maybe I come back tomorrow morning. Like, no, no, no. Now is fine. Yeah, but they also they don't do it in pounds either. Like it's on the metric system. So you're like, we don't, you're like what does seventy four point three mean? Like, well, like, oh, we'll get back you to you later. What that by number 2.2, is? It's not that hard. Well, yeah, I can't do that. Come on now. So it changes pretty quick. I, I'm the guy that's like, uh, you want me to get naked for this, right? I'll do it right here. Like, I'll, I'll whatever. Take my shoes off. Hold on. Take my shoes. Sir, your shirt weighs like uh, six ounces. You're fine. I'd like to take it off if it's all the same with you. I'd prefer just giving them a number. Like, no, no, no. Just trust me. Trust me. I'll tell you my weight. I don't. I don't need to step on the scale. You just look at me in the eyes and trust me. Very, very disappointing. Do you okay, want them so, looking at you in the eyes, Slee? While yes. they're weighing you, you actually want them like staring I'm, I'm deep hoping, into the depths of yes. your soul. <laughs> if you give them the weird eye contact, maybe they'll misread the number. <laughs> Whoa, you're one one sixty eight. You look great. I I'm Keep falling in love with your eyes. <laughs> so speaking of this, uh, chicken wings. So Malik totally Willis. Works. <laughs> Malik Willis is he might be one of the top quarterbacks to come off the board this year. Uh, Liberty. He's 
really interesting. So he and Mike Tomlin, Steelers obviously looking for a quarterback, um, they had dinner together, get to know each other a little bit, see if it might be a good fit. Here's what uh, Malik Willis had to say about Mike Tomlin. <laughs> okay, so normal dude <laughs> means new each I love that's and, his definition of, exactly a, of a normal right. dude. So I, Malik Willis and I have never met each other, but Malik – I'm the, by your definition, I'm the most normal person you've ever met in your entire life because I am going to take down an entire platter of chicken wings. Was he expecting him to eat escargot or like know. you know some, something fancy? Chicken wings are good. Yeah, it's just like a normal thing to eat. Welcome in. It's a pleasure to have you in the restaurant. Okay, um, I'll take the Chateau Briand and a uh, 62 Lafitte. Uh, <laughs> no, like I don't. What is he? I don't know what he's your, looking uh, for. Finest bottle of Pinot, uh, sir. You have Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What's the normal the caviar on the side? Yeah, you know. What? So, okay, you go out to dinner with somebody you don't know, and they do something at the restaurant to let you know they're okay. What is it? It might not even be food-related. Like, how do you know? Like, I'm going to get along okay with this guy. How do you figure that piece out? Reach for the check. Good one. It's a good one. Um, I think how they treat the, the peeps around them. That's it. It's how yeah. the, the, the bus boy and the waiter yep. and all that stuff. Like, yep. how do they interact with the people that are there working, right? That's not necessarily – like, you could order – I don't know what's fancy uh, – Escargot. We'll use we'll use Bergs. And if you treat the waiter like a normal person, you're cool. Everything else is fine. But if you do that dismissive things like, oh, this is a bad guy right here. Bro, that is so true that you could tell just by there's like a, a snobbiness to how you're doing something. It's like, um, yeah, this isn't gonna how long is this dinner? How many wings do you think Tomlin took down? Are we doing a dozen? Are we going 15? Did he go big and go 20? What are we talking about? I think he counted his calories. Every wing, I think he counted them. Tomlin's that guy looks pretty... calculated for everything. He's the answer to the question, if you had to fight an NFL coach, he's your last pick, right? He's the guy you want the least. Am I missing anybody else? Jack Del Rio was on that list for a long time. Tomlin's got to be at the top. I'm not fighting McVay. I wouldn't know. He'd, he'd be on the short list, too, because he's young and he's strong. And right. For a while, intense, a pretty intense guy. But Tomlin's got the crazy eyes. <laughs> Tomlin's yeah, going to mess with Tomlin, me. I don't even want to ask him a question. If I was a reporter <laughs> and they came off a loss, I, I would I would want nothing to do with Tomlin. Like, I'm Andy. fighting Bruce Arians, that's for sure. Like Andy We, we can go at it. Andy Reid, yes. Andy Reed, how are you going to fight Andy Reid? <laughs> like the nicest guy. Andy Reid make you laugh. He'd buy you the wings. Yeah, and, Andy Reid would be like, nah, we don't need to fight. Let me, get you, around him. let me get you some wings. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. The Dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So, you know, we were talking earlier, Slee, about our old emails and how far back they go. I, I resorted from oldest to newest. The oldest email I have is from a former boss of mine. What up, Craig Larson? And the, the, the body of the email was, we're not paying for your alcohol. <laughs> we were in Vegas. We used to do a week in Vegas every year for Yahoo. And it was to all the people that were staying on this trip. And it was, we'll reimburse for food, but any alcohol needs to come out of your own pocket. Was that like specific to you or the whole crew? No, it was Thankfully, it was to everybody. It was to, uh, there was 15 or 20 people on the email, but that was the very first one. I could have easily saw that just coming to you. No, you cannot have your freaking <laughs> bourbon and your seven beers on the company tab. <laughs> that's, 
that's about what it, the it was. Apparently, guys didn't understand that Vegas room service can get a little pricey. They're ordering six packs of beer to their room. That'll be forty nine dollars for a six pack of Bud. <laughs> Money very well spent. Mace is in the studio. Happy birthday, Mace! Hey, thank you right, very Steve. much. Happy I appreciate. Birthday. I came on today just because I wanted more people to wish me. A yes. happy birthday. It does feel good. Are you, so are you the birthday guy that you go out of your way to let everybody know it's your birthday, or you kind of slow play it? No, I'm keeping it sort of on the down low. <laughs> He's such a liar. He had a whole party for himself you know, with this big old cake with his face on it. Wait, what? Yeah, I like Mace, to keep it on big. the down low. I, I yeah. like, yeah, I like that you don't want anybody to know about that. That's no, big time. Right I, had a, I had a big birthday party when I turned 50, and there was a gigantic cake with my face on it, and it said, happy birthday to me. <laughs> and invited and invited, and invited boss amanda yeah invited boss amanda and said it was going to be a joint birthday party because it was also hers and i said well a corner of that cake is probably for you that's probably for you happy birthday to me is tremendous I'm, I'm okay where's where's dinner at where are you guys going to dinner yeah bergman's buying i think we're going to fleming's and i've got a porterhouse definitely going to yard house and you can get anything off the appetizer menu before 4 30 yeah exactly it needs to be on happy hour or it does not count I is split the sliders. Get the, split you the can sliders. get the soup. Soup's a meal. Soup. <laughs> soup is a meal. So, Macy, here's my question for you with the whole romp him situation yes. going on with Berg. Yeah. Um, how hard did he negotiate? Because he seemed like he gave it up for 100 bucks off hundred quickly. Seems, uh, it seems, seems low. low. Seems well, that's low. kind of the standard bet on Mason in Ireland. Like, Ireland always says, I'll do anything for 100 bucks as long as it doesn't uh, damage my career. Or health. <laughs> or health. Or health. So okay. so that's sort of the standard bet. I'm not sure why Bergman bought into this one, but he bought in pretty quick. Well, it's because it was for 100 bucks, and it's like, you know You've what? You've seen I'm... the Rompum, right? I have. Yeah. It's, a, it's a shark barfing a rainbow. It is a and there's a kitty a cat, right? Yeah. Kitty cat with a cowboy hat riding <laughs> the, the shark that's barfing tacos, the rainbow. Tacos on the shore. Where, where's your guys' seats? Uh, I think we're going to be in the court suite. side. <laughs> if He's I had next to Floyd Mayweather, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me and Chance the Rapper hanging out with my rompum. Yeah, no, I think I think everybody's going to hang it's out in the suite. Berg, tonight. Cap, Kanye, uh, Denzel. Yeah, you know it's it's disappointing. LeBron's not playing tonight, which yeah. sucks because we were all going to the game and we're all excited for it. But uh, but we'll probably just goof around in the suite tonight. Does LeBron know it's your birthday? Could he reconsider if he I, finds out? I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if that's a possibility. No, I probably not. Probably not. I should text him real fast. Yeah, text LeBron. Yeah. Run text it up the flagpole. Get Momo to text yeah. LeBron. I'm yeah. sure yeah. she's got his number. We just like this. Done. We can get. Did you see uh, Freddie Freeman's debut yesterday, Mason? Yeah. How What'd about that? That yeah. was great. It's great. It's great. God, they're going to be so good. They are going to be so friggin' good this year. So, Slee and I were talking about it. I, I think it's almost the perfect situation. He's got a chip on his shoulder because Atlanta did him dirty. Yep. He's coming to a fantastic team. He's still in the prime of his life. And there's no pressure on him to show up and perform and, like, okay, go win us a World Series. We haven't done it. Dodgers have been good for 10 years in a row. There, there's no added pressure. It's. I wouldn't be surprised if he has one of those seasons where you just come out of the gate from the opening day and he's just knocking down walls. Yeah, I think there's, you know, the the beauty of it is he does, nobody needs to carry the team. Like, the team is going to generate its own, its own energy, its own offense. You don't need to go out and uh, and carry the team on your shoulders. I was I was looking at Carlos Correa signed with the Twins. I'm like, good luck, dude. Good luck trying to turn that into a winning culture. I, you know, the the Freddie Freeman is joining something that's already been going, already been dominant in the league 
for the better part of a decade. So yeah, Freddie doesn't need to push too hard, and he's I I think he's gonna you know I I think he's gonna you know thirty five homers and a hundred RBIs. I think he can chalk it up. Macy, do you agree to the way it ended in Atlanta? that he thought, didn't know that, you know, he wasn't going to end up playing for the Braves. And he's probably in this weird stage right now where it's like, what the hell just happened here? Thought I was going to go back to Atlanta. They go out and make a trade. And then the Dodgers give him the six years he was looking for. Right. I was telling Trav, I'm like, this dude also has a purpose. It's not just, hey, I'm going to go play for the Dodgers because I got paid. You got a chance to win a World Series. But doesn't part of him look at the team that he was so loyal to and feel like, Wait a minute here. I I, I want to go up against that squad. I want to go win a World Series because it was that team that decided to go trade for somebody younger. Doesn't that come into play as well for him? Yeah, it's uh, it's still hard to believe that the Braves didn't keep him. It's still hard to believe that the Braves stupid. didn't find a way to keep him. Um, and I know they I, – I think probably Alex Anthopoulos, who's the GM down there, is looking at it in a very clinical way because, you know, he operates like Friedman, not necessarily – uh, they'd have to do exploratory surgery if they were going to do heart surgery. Uh, he looked at it and said, uh, all right, so uh, I can go a little bit younger. I can go a little bit cheaper on Olsen. I, I, but I think Freddie Freeman, and let's face it, this is a team the Dodgers are likely to meet in the yes. postseason. I mean, I you know, it's I think it's, what is it, three of the last four? Mm-hmm. Three of the last four years I think we've played Atlanta in the postseason. I mean, I think that's going to count for something when we go toe-to-toe with those guys. Okay, so I, I have this theory, and you just said the name, Mace, and I, I haven't even brought it up with you, Slee. I'm curious, and, and I think I know the answer, and I think I'm just being optimistic to the point where I want it to be the right thing, but it's never the right thing. Is Carlos Correa in Minnesota because everybody hates his guts for what he and his Astros buddies did? It, it, did that have anything? Because that's what I want it to be. I be. But then you think about they're all mercenaries. All these teams will take a good player. He obviously is a very good player. But I just, at least, in my, at least it makes me feel a little better to say he wound up in a team kind of in the middle of nowhere that doesn't have championship aspirations, and he didn't get the long-term deal. Am I? Is it a pipe dream, or is there something to that? No, I mean, I think there's something to it. I think there's some something to the fact that everybody went in a different direction when they were looking at the shortstop uh, situations. I mean, I guess Trevor Story wound up with the Red Sox, so he's in a winning situation. And Trevor he's Story's play a good player, Mace, but he's not, he's not in the ballpark of Carlos No, Correa. no, and especially Correa has had such great success in the postseason, uh, in part thanks to well. uh, the banging of trash cans. <laughs> yeah, well. uh, so, And he's not going to sniff the postseason with him. I mean, he's going to make a whole bunch of money, and he's going to do really well from that. But I, I do think, to some degree, uh, the situation in 2017 is poison for him. Mace, I, I just searched this, and I should text it to you. The most expensive restaurants in downtown. <laughs> yep. Do you want me? And I'm sure there's certain items that are most expensive at Good these restaurants. Thinking. Yeah. I think there's a restaurant I've never heard of called 71 Above. Oh, Sounds I've incredibly... actually, yeah, my brother took me to 71 Above. He had a free dinner. That's a great spot. Now, just because Berg's paying, I really think you should look at this list and, and spend some time, you know, picking which one you want. It's your birthday. 71 Above is, I, I th- if I'm not mistaken, is on the 71st floor of one of these Buildings That's the downtown. one. Greg, you, you good with that? Walk? Great view. You going to walk? Walking uh, distance. A beer is going to be it's 25 perfect. bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. No, you it's don't go JW beer. Get some food what over you there. do is you ask for the wine Italy. list and you read from the bottom up. Yes. Right. And you, you, say, know I, no, no. you know what I, I like say, to do? What's not I like on to the do menu. this one. I like to do, what's, what does the chef like tonight? <laughs> because, you know, the chef never likes anything cheap. The chef yeah. likes the most expensive the thing right on the menu. Yeah, what's the right pairing? That's another good question tonight. What's the market price on this? Market <laughs> price. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. 70, 71 
what is it, 71? 71 above. Below. 71 above. Yeah. 71 below <laughs> is probably <laughs> where I'm going. Some below. Basement that's got <laughs> hand packs. 71 below. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Good. Thanks, it's Berg. It's a good way to do it. Yeah, Berg dropping the money. <laughs> we always knew Berg had the, uh, had the cash there. What do you guys got coming up, Mace? Uh, you know, I'll tell you what. We have got something coming up that is so – I have no idea. Same. <laughs> Good. I'm glad, I, I'm glad I asked. The usual, the usual stuff, goofing around with some sports. <laughs> glad that I asked. Oh, and, and, nor, uh, and birthday sound effects. Very yeah, nice. Happy birthday. Celebrate appropriately. Bleed, Berg, dry. And uh, Slee, I'll see you and everyone else tomorrow morning. 10 a.m. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Happy birthday, Mace.